You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We are going to get the show started with our grateful moment today. Phil, what are you grateful for? Hey, everyone. I'm grateful for my family and my friends and this podcast and the ability for us to talk sports. And we, we're hitting the high 70s episodes, so I'm really grateful for that. I am grateful for that, too. Alan, what are you grateful for? I am grateful that my sister celebrated another birthday this past week. So as she gets older, it makes me realize that I'm getting older as well. And so... I'm just grateful that I can have my sister in my life for another year. Yes. And we love her. She is like the best financial person that I know. So shout out to her. Happy birthday to her. Kelvin, what are you grateful for? What's up, everybody? I am grateful for patience. Yeah. Yep. Somebody (laughs) took my spot today. (laughs) And the Lord has, has blessed me with some patience and took me out of my old habits and ways. I will be waiting outside for that person to get out that spot just to ask the question, uh, why did you move my trash can out my spot? But now I'm on a podcast with y'all because God gave me patience. So, Amen. Amen. I love it. I love it. And God is still giving me portions of patience. So it's it's good to see that it's attainable. Um, I am grateful for the fact that today I was able to go out and do community service. Now, if you guys have been listening to this show from day one, service is honestly a part of my life. It is the core essence of what I do. And this was the first time since 2020 that I was able to physically go out and physically hand out food and clothing and interact with the public. And so I am so grateful that um, God gives me these opportunities to connect with my community. So let's go ahead and jump right into the show. And we're going to start like we always do with the NBA, the NBA. We're going to start with the Lakers. So AD, Anthony Davis is out. He's injured. Um, They're saying he'll probably be out for about four weeks or so. I don't really know the timeline. But what we do know is that him being out is having some kind of an impact on the Lakers. And so with that said, guys, what are you seeing from the Lakers with AD not in the lineup? With him being out, who do you think is the biggest threat in the West to the Lakers? And next, do you think this in any way impacts this Kia MVP ladder voting for LeBron James this season? Definitely, definitely. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out who's who's uh, in contention with the Lakers now that now that the uh, AD move was made or the injury. And I'm thinking like uh, I guess I guess the, the teams that we all think about um, was the, the Clippers and Utah. Um, right now, is definitely a threat to the Lakers throne. Um, I mean. <laughs> Anytime you miss a piece like AD, it's like missing your missing your arm uh, to a body. You know that he's that good. He's a, he's a top ten player, arguably top five player in the league. 
Um, there was no way in the world they were going to win a championship without him last year. His impact is on both ends of the floor. So, you know, it's definitely going to impact them. But the scary part and what people should be thinking about, if he goes down about 20 games and the Lakers slip down to the sixth seed, now I feel sorry for the third seed. You know, or, or if they slip down to the seventh or eighth seed, oh, I feel sorry for the second and first seed because that is a tough game for anybody in the first, the first series of a playoff series. Now to the second part of the question. Is it going to impact LeBron James as far as an MVP uh, candidate and, de and decision for, as far as him being a reigning MVP? Of course, uh, LeBron, the game is not as easy for him without AD's presence. So all that chill LeBron's been playing with, that swag and everything being slow for him right now, it's going to be a lot more pressure for him now since 80s off the floor. So I look to um, Dane to sneak up a spot in that MVP race. I looked at Joel to process and be to slip up there. Um, so, yeah, so definitely I, I feel like a couple of people are going to bring LeBron down in that race because of AD's impact. And I love the fact that you said, before we go on to our next guy, I love the fact that you said, you know, what the Lakers would or would not have done without AD. I think in the social media age, and I'm all good, be a LeBron fan. I'm a KD fan, and y'all know I ride for my guy, okay? But people are so unrealistic in their fandom. And people discounted, I mean, I remember watching the finals, people had a lot of negative things to say about AD and he don't play hard and da da da, da. And he don't play to his full potential, but you're not winning a championship or a full series without AD present. I don't care what you say. So Kelvin, I'm really glad you brought that out. I'm not worried. LeBron, you're going to get that MVP. They only lost about, what, two games? He's out for another four weeks. They could stay afloat. Number one, the Lakers are fine. The biggest threat we thought was the Utah Jazz, and the Clippers made them normal the other day, right? So I'm not worried about that. LeBron usually takes part of the season off. He's going to rev it up, and he's going to be okay. He's going to maintain. They, it, it, with the Lakers, you don't care about where they drop in seating. They just need to be – AD needs to be ready – for the playoff. Long as they're within the eighth seeds, tenth seed, they're fine. This is not a significant injury, like in the sense that he's gone for the season. Four weeks, postponement, in the next few weeks when he's ready, they just make sure they're within a good seed, good seed within the playoff, which I believe they are with LeBron, and they'll be fine. Two, at 36 years old, is equivalent to 72 years old in the NBA. And LeBron is continuing to put up numbers. Here we go. Here we go with he, the 35,000 35, <laughs> 35, points. Top 10 in the league in numbers and assists. His team, LeBron, finally going to get that, that MVP. AD helps the situation, but if he could continue to pull forward and keep the team afloat, he's almost guaranteed. I don't see anybody else getting that MVP. I don't see Embiid. I don't see... Uh, joke the Joker because he's a joke. They, they, their record is horrible. Who, who's gonna go? Who's gonna go above him? I don't see it. So you need to stop being disrespectful. 
They're good. Right. And and he's and a hater, all, man. This guy can't help it. He is. And and I'm tired of this. He's 36. Like, stop it. Tom Brady is 75. And he just won his <laughs> like stop this argument because the reason why is I acknowledge LeBron's longevity and his age is a factor. But when he does well, it's like, oh, he's 36. He's doing well. When he does bad, it's also, oh, he's 36. Like, come on, man. Y'all can't use that argument for, for the good, the bad, the ugly, the in-between. Pick a side. Audience, Dion is only 25 years old. She don't understand <laughs> age. I'm the oldest person on this podcast. The oldest, right? So, literally, they don't understand when you wake up in the morning, bones start hurting. When you play games, you saw an extra few days. When I play my rec league, my job rec league, I am sore for six days. On the seventh, when I finally heal, it's game time again. You don't LeBron actually still, I'm going to stop you right here, Phil. How many days do you work out, Phil? Now? I work out twice a week now. Twice a week? Okay, yeah. guess what? LeBron works out on his off day during the game. In the off season, Multiple so he's not gonna be times. he's not gonna be sore like he's you. gonna no 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 no. And, and not only that, gonna Phil, be sore. Not only <laughs> that, Phil, he pays a million dollars a year on training and conditioning. So let us not let us not negate these factors that is different from me. Me rolling out of bed and my knees cracking is different than LeBron who got the best of the train conditioning and massaging and running and working him out. So stop this argument. You got to understand all that does not negate. You get sore. You can't move. Yes. You have all that put into him and he may recuperate faster than I can, but it still happens. Did you hear? Sorry. I digress a little bit. Tom Brady father. There was a, a story that talked, uh, Tom Brady talked about his son taking about 35 pills. 35 pills, something, some outrageous number like that, right? Just to keep it going. Yeah, that is a big factor. But I don't want to digress. All our old people understand, the older crew understand what we're talking about. The youngs, the youngins, they don't understand that that, that age is a factor. Is a but guess so, what? So how's that help with the MVP I'm, argument, though? That's because what I'm his, like, num because his numbers are, there's few people. I think Kareem was probably the only person during that age still put up numbers. To do what he's currently doing, it, nobody still does. Still gotta it. win for MVP. They win, it, and they are winning. They're the third. They're the third place. About, they we're talking about losing. AD is gonna have them losing games now. That's what we're not, talking about. Not too many games. They, they how many games they gonna lose? They're not gonna fall to like the fifth place. They're not gonna fall. The worst oh, scenario, they, if they lose every single game, uh, the way they see it, I think they'll go probably fifth place. They're not losing. They're and not keep up. They'll take him out the MVP. That race, would take him you know? out. Uh, but Joker, but Joker is in the MVP race. Remember, we looked up the numbers last time. Joker, whose team is what? His team is in in, in uh, seventh place. But seventh place, and he's, he's considered an MVP. He's not, lead, he's, not lead, he's not leading the votes though. LeBron exactly. is leading the like, votes. Like LeBron's ahead. And exactly. is and Embiid is ahead in the East, and he's second. He's second or third place, depending on what list you're looking at. So Correct. you're just going to disregard what he's doing. He just put up 50 the other night. I was going to be like Phil. You are hating on Embiid because honestly, honestly I remember listen, him a plate of food. Go ahead, Dion. Listen, if the season ended today. Uh -huh. And I'm dead serious. And I had to choose an MVP today. It's MB. Hands down. Like, I'm gonna go ahead and go, I'm gonna go ahead and go. So go ahead, Alan. Who has a better record? Um, go ahead, Alan. 
So I'll go ahead and say this. The way that AD is being out right now is affecting the Lakers, especially when you're looking at the front line. The front line is exposed, right? DeAndre Jordan was having uh, basically a dunk contest when they played against the Lakers on Thursday, right? On top of that, when you're talking about Anthony Davis and the type of presence that he has, he can spread the floor. He can take people down on the box if he needs to. So you have a versatile score. Right now, when you're looking at the Lakers, you don't have that. Mark Gasol is not there to initiate offense. He's really there to, to bang with the big man. But now in the type of league that we have now, he's he's basically have to be out on a perimeter and he can't move the way he used to, like when he was with Memphis and with Toronto. It doesn't help, right? And then now when you're talking Marcus about- is done. I agree with that. I know, but I'm, but I'm also saying like when you're also looking at the rest of the team, like, yeah, they're hitting shots, but ever since AD went down before he re-injured himself, look how close those games were. In two games against Oklahoma City, they went to overtime twice. And guess what LeBron said? He said, man, look, I'm 36 and I had some wine waiting on me. LeBron is not trying to play these type of games. So you're understanding that he's going to have to do more. And trust me, he does not want to do more. Now, do I think him uh, having to do more will affect him during the MVP? Um, I think he's going to pick and choose his spots a little bit more than he has when he's with AD because when you're looking at the issues that the Lakers are having, they're not shooting well from the three. And that's something that if we can look up, LeBron is probably maybe top two or three on the team and and shooting from three right now. So he can't be the only person who's shooting threes and being able to create his own shot when necessary. So I feel like he may slip just a little bit. It just depends on how many games that they actually lose. But again, as we were talking about those teams that are in the standings, when you're talking about four to 10, those teams are at least a game or two games out from each other. So it really depends on what happens. Besides, besides the fact, too, in their last eight games, they're three and five. Yeah. In their last eight games, mm-hmm. three and five. That matters. It matters. Yeah, no, the they last ten, the last ten games, they're seven and three. Huh? Last ten games. I'm looking at NBA.com. The last mm-hmm. ten games, they're seven and three. They lost two. That's well, the, they, the Lakers. They just, they, hold on, they, hold on. They, maybe, maybe I'm looking at something wrong. Maybe yeah. I'm looking at something wrong. I think we need to come back to this one because <laughs> they'll be fine. They just no lost worries. to the Heat. They just lost to the Nets, right? That's yeah. it. They lost to the Nuggets. On his 14th. That's three right there. They lost last night. Yes. And they, and they lost last night. And they lost to the Thunder too, right? No, they didn't. They beat the Thunder. Okay. They didn't right. lose the Thunder. Okay. Th- that's three losses in the last 10 games. So how many games did AD been out? Um, three? Three, four? Four games? Not four. I felt like he's been out for three. And so they are one and two so far. They'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, for your sake, I hope. <laughs> One and four out of the last four, five games. Like, like I hope they're fine. And once again, I'm going to say this, and we're going to transition to our next topic. No one is talking about the Clippers. It's almost like they're non-existent in this conversation. But y'all just w- watch and see what's going to happen. It's best that it's that way right now. I'll just yeah. leave it at that. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So let's transition a little bit and talk about um, some comments that Draymond Green made earlier this week. Now, if you know Draymond, and I have had my issues with him on this podcast in the past, he's very outspoken and vocal about issues. And one of the things that he mentioned was that he feels like there's a double standard with what players can do versus what teams can do when, um, you know, like for instance, in a scenario where a player is no longer interested in playing for a franchise, players can't speak out about that. If they speak out and say, I want to trade, they can get fined. There's other consequences that can go along with it. They may be deemed as a non-professional and then that may hurt their chances transitioning forward. On the other end of the bracket, when a team is done with a player, they can make public statements and say, um, we want to trade this guy, right? And not only do we want to trade this guy, um, he's not going to play, but he still has to show up, come to the bench, come to the game, um, and, and act like, you know, the employee that he is. And Draymond says that's a crazy dichotomy. He don't think it's fair there seems to be this double standard. Do you guys agree with him? Is he just, you know, talking like he usually does? Or is there like merit to this claim? I'm going to say there is merit for the simple fact that, remember that we had a conversation about the reporter who said that um, when based upon Kyrie, uh, Kyrie was upset that players are treated like, um, Jackie, yeah, players are treated more, mostly like property. And Draymond was just emphasizing the same thing and reiterating that that's what's occurring because property can't say anything. Property move as the owner tells them to do. And of course, isn't it's I think it's it's a double standard where, like you stated, the employee, which are the players, are supposed to say, Hey, you're not playing until we trade you. Be quiet and look frown upon if they ask for a trade, unless you're a superstar. But even then, you look, you're frowned upon. When LeBron decided that he didn't want to play for the Cavs no more, well, he was vilified. Giannis is shook. That's why he didn't, he, he stayed. He didn't want right to because they was afraid of the backlash and how they'd be thought of. Now, now we have NBA owners who say, you know what? I don't want you no more. Could cut you, right? Still have to pay your salary. Could stretch it out. You know what? I don't want you to, I, you know, you have no value. We traded for a player and most, unless you have a no play, um, no trade clause, they could trade you. They could do whatever they want, treat it like property. So Draymond, I think his essence of his argument is that we would trade like property. And, but when we open up our mouth and we, when we air how we feel and our grievances, we looked upon and front upon, and this needs to change, which I agree. Like I said, I'm, I would never get upset at a player who decide to go where they want to go or request a trade or nothing. It could hurt me. And trust me, I have hurt the Knicks, um, not my Nets, but the Knicks over the <laughs> 40 years, <laughs> right? It has hurt them. But you know what? I will not fault a player. You go where you want to go because it's a, it's a reverse turn. If it was the opposite or has changed, they will trade you in a hot minute. They don't like you. They'll trade you. And sometimes what they do, they'll air some dirty laundry to devalue your trade asset or devalue what you are, mm -hmm. especially in a free, uh, free agent market. So Draymond, this is the first time 
I agree what you say. Yeah. And um, I just want to clarify something for our listeners that you said, Phil, LeBron was vilified because he made a whole lifetime show about taking his talents to South Beach. Let's not lose context. And y'all know I'm like a LeBron historian. So make sure we get these facts right. That's why he was vilified, not because he left Cleveland. Like he did a whole Oprah special, okay? And we were not feeling that. You are correct, Dia, but his heart was in the right place. His heart was behind them <laughs> cameras, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. So how do I feel about this? Uh, Draymond, it's always tough to agree with Draymond. And it's going to remain tough because he's an employee. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, the team is employers. Of course, they're going to have leverage that the players don't have. So we got to be realistic about the situation. Number two is Drummond is getting paid $28 million or $29 million this year on a team that's 10 and 20. If anything, Draymond's about to mess up his chance of being relevant again. <laughs> if anything, right now, they're going to ship Drummond off to a team that needs him. Maybe maybe the, maybe the Brooklyn Nets. That be, might be the happiest thing that ever happened or greatest thing that ever happened to Drummond at this point of his career. So I don't think it's the same thing um, in this situation when we look at the, the ownership, a team, that, a team basically that has the rights to a player. Players sign contracts to play on a team. They have and the rights are to that organization. So that organization can do what they want because obviously, or we know they, they own the rights to the player. Um, players, we don't, as a player, you don't own the rights to what an organization does. You work for that organization. So I can understand being like what he's talking about, just a treatment-wise, but but who gets mad at these players are fans. You know, we get mad as flat as a fan base, you know. So Fans should be a little bit more intelligent when they, when they, when they, instead of attacking players, you know, just the whole, you know, he's mad at how the public views situations. He can't be mad at how the public views the situations. The situations are the situation because it's employee versus employer. Right. I look at it as I say both ends of the spectrum is, is, it's like what Phil said when it comes to what Jackie said about, players or property because they're the one that signs your check <laughs> like they sign your check so it's like i understand it and what type of backlash would the ownership get because they're like all right well we don't really see andre drummond being a part of the team in the future this is the last year of his deal okay i i can see that um to holding out it's like Either you're going to do one of two things. Either one, you're going to buy him out, or two, you're going to trade him. But the thing is, how long are you expecting to get the offer that you want? And that's the part that I do agree with Draymond with. Because if it's taking weeks and weeks and weeks at a time, like Draymond said, you're still expecting him to show up to practice. Mm -hmm. You're still expecting him to stay in shape. For by the time he goes to the next team, he has to still be in shape and be ready to play. And it's like, when you think about it is, he mentioned that when you look at Boogie Cousins, they told him he wasn't gonna trade him, then he's traded. And oftentimes 
these players, they look at management funny because it's like, yo, like you got to think about it. You're talking about a league full of a whole bunch of black men, right? And when you from the hood, it's like, yo, keep it a being with me. It's what's up. John Wall said the same thing. If Washington would have came up front and would have been like, hey, yo, we're going to trade you, he would have been fine with it. Cool. But because you're these front office management personnel are telling you, no, we're not going to trade you then within a blink of an eye, you're traded. It's like, yo, like, bro, you got to treat us better than this, dude. Especially when you're looking at the community of individuals that you're dealing with. See, I would, see this is my thing about it too, though. And I hear where y'all coming from. Um, it'd be one thing if they was expecting him to, you know, be in shape and show up. If they weren't paying him, <laughs> he's still getting his checks every week. So all we're doing is expecting you to 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 be a professional while we pay you as a professional. You're getting paid 30 million a year. I, and what else are you gonna do? Not be in shape? You know, for us to think athletes, I think they're a lot smarter. We gotta give them a lot more credit. They should never trust the organization. The organization is always gonna look out for the best interest of the organization. Right. That's how that's how you should know that. Right. If mm -hmm. Why do you think you had this buddy agreement with a corporation or organization? It's never going to work like that. They're going to work out for the best interests of themselves. Right. And they 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 are the ones cutting the check. Mm -hmm. So as, as, as you know, as basketball players, they should be they should be hip to that. They should be knowledgeable of how it's worked in the past. And they, it, all Draymond has to do is go out there and continue do, doing what he's been doing. He's going to get his if he's not getting his check, then I agree with everybody. But they still give him that husky check for being 10 and 20 right now. I think he's winning in this deal. Yeah, and 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 I think context for me is always important. No matter how glorified it is, this is an employee-employer relationship. And in those relationships, historically, your employer has more leverage and more power than you do as an employee. Just because it's the NBA or the NFL or Major League Baseball, it really don't change the general dynamics of what that relationship is. And I think that's where some people lose sight. Like they look at sports as like this external thing. And it's like, no, it, it, it really, really isn't. What Draymond Green wants is like an entrepreneurship within basketball and it does not work that way. All right, like this is not small business Friday. Like, no, you have to work within the parameters of your employee employers. And that's just how you slice it. And yes, they're gonna have more power and more leverage than you. That's just the nature of it. So, 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 so this is what I would say too. If mm -hmm. I just want to add one more thing, mm -hmm. if the players feel like that, then sign one year deals like your boy Brian was doing. That's all you got to do. Mm -hmm. Just don't I mean, that you won't have a guaranteed bag long term, but sign these one year contracts. Then you can go be a free agent every year. Mm -hmm. Do your thing, brother. Yeah. Yep. And, and the reality with that is that is an option, but people don't have that level of talent to be able to do that. LeBron can sign. Well, I don't know. He is 36, you know, got to put that out there. But in his, in his career previously, he could have signed multiple one-year contracts and he would have secured his bag. 
KD is another player that could have signed multiple one years and secured his bag. But the reality is, is somebody like a Draymond Green, does he have that kind of leverage to be able to do that? He absolutely does not. He, he does talking not. like he does. He talking exactly. like he does. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's where the problem lies. Stay within your gifting, <laughs> know your limitations and understand that it, everything is not going to apply evenly across the board, even for the employees, the NBA players. Your talent level takes you to a different set of contract negotiation and perks, right? So I think Draymond, I kind of agree with the sentiments, but he's making blanket statements that don't apply across the board and it can't, period. So it is what it is. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at A Lady and, that is the and sign, Some Dudes. Our handle on Instagram is A Lady and Some Dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's A Lady, A and D, Some Dudes. Until next time.